From today until June 1st, 2023, we're running a 15% off Memorial Day sale here in North America on all Wampler pedals. Simply reach out to your favorite retailer or go to WamplerPedals.com and use the code WAMP-MEM23, in all caps, at the checkout. I got that new pair of pants feeling, you know? You get a new pair of pants and it fits right. This resonates very differently for an Englishman. I'm going to tell you that now. <laughs> the, new, the new pair of pants feeling I get, I think, is completely different to the new pair of pants feeling you get. Maybe not completely. See, the trick uh, is just always wear gym shorts. Gym shorts or gym pants. That's, that's the trick. It's kind of like pajamas, but a little dressier, just slightly. Slightly dressier. Yeah, that's true. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did See, the problem to... is buying pants for me is like, it's like, how do I find pants that fit on a rectangle? That's, <laughs> that's the challenge. So, on a what now? Spray <laughs> yourself. You shouldn't be having those thoughts. <laughs> so, your width is it like the same size as your length? Sort of well, thing? Well, oh, no. what? <laughs> Not in the waist. The waist is like all right, but I have to get a bigger waist to accommodate my bedonkadonk. You're, so you your butt, your booty, and your quadriceps, right? I feel, I feel that we are brothers in this fight today. I, think so. I had to go and meet people I hadn't met before, which meant putting on a good pair of short trousers. Yes, um, and <laughs> some of them were a little tight, so I didn't put those on. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely am suffering from. Um, Middle age slippage <laughs> spread. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've found, was... found a pair of Levi's that I really like. The problem is they only last about six months before they just are just shredded. What are you doing with them? Are you like rolling around the ground or something? I, just, I walk a lot. A lot of walking. That, so now, that answered that. Well, You're that's right. why you wear gym shorts whenever you go walking. Well, I do wear a lot of gym shorts on the way to the gym. We got to do it while you're walking, too. Maybe. Maybe I might have to. Jeans are like dress pants for me. I wear them about once a year, maybe twice. It's really uncomfortable when you have to wear them now, isn't it? Oh, I hate it. Absolutely hate it. This this doesn't stretch around my sins like my other trousers. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on here? Stretch Uh, around my sins. That sounds like it could be an anthrax song. It could be an anthrax song. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, we mentioned something musical there. Steady on, Blake. I thought Ooh. this was the fashion episode. Yeah, oh, careful. This is, careful this is the that. dad fashion episode of the podcast. Here we go. We've actually had a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, Richard, you yeah, had, a, had a fun day today. I did. I did. I had a very fun day. I got a day out of the, a rare day out of the office, uh, Blake. And um, You were time I, traveling, from my understanding. Uh, was I? Yeah, because it well, was, you know, last... It last, was last uh, week. Last Tuesday. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I, I, I went for a drive this morning and I ended up last week. That's what we're really saying, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I went to the studio of uh, a band called McFly. Are you familiar with them, Blake? Is my time-traveling joke now making more sense? Your time-traveling joke is making a lot more sense now. <laughs> I'm a little slow on the uptake, <laughs> but are you familiar with them? I was not. Okay, I, I was like, "Huh, I'm gonna have to dive Brian into this." Brian knows all about them. Yeah, that's a uh, Sugar Ray's band. Sugar who? Sugar Ray. You know the "I yeah. Just Want to Fly" guy. No, I don't think it is. Not really. Uh, hmm. 
Hmm. N- nor is it um, Curtis Mayfield um, and any other fly no, no, related. No, no, Sugar music. Ray, the the artist from the nineties. Who? Sugar Ray. You can't. You, Leonard. No, Sugar. Sugar just, Ray Leonard. Yeah, the boxer. Sugar Ray. The no, boxer. Sugar. Okay. <laughs> Like the song Tyson? is called I Just Want to Fly, and you could not turn a radio on in 1996 without it playing. You know, you actually could turn a radio on in 1996 without it playing by turning one on in Britain, because I've never <laughs> heard of that song. And I'm sure most of my fellow compatriots will be like, I don't know what he's talking about. That was that was Peak Oasis and Blur, 96. I like, Come I on. like them as well. But uh, no. to be fair, in 1996, I, like I didn't even know that Britain was a place. Like, it was, it was completely <laughs> what do you unaware think it of was? it. I was completely unaware of it. I was, you know. What? Yeah, didn't even know it existed. Have you only been an educated man for the last 25 years? Is that what you're telling us? Which is, well, during that time of my youth, I just, you know, my world revolved around guitars and skateboarding, you know? And what's different now? Oh, you don't skate so much, I suppose. <laughs> I I was educating my son last night. He's been real into Harry Potter recently, which makes me happy because I like Harry Potter as well. And I've <laughs> I've been reading the books to him in a British accent, which I know is oh my God. Richard's dying inside right now. And uh, he asked me, he's like, Dad, I re-, or he said something along the lines of like, Dad, I really like it when you read the books in Harry Potter. so i've been to i've been to the harry potter studios does that count that that counts you're talking about universal yeah well no there's one in england where they did all the filming or where they put all the film props um and i took my daughter there when she was of the age and she spent a stupid amount of money on a piece of plastic that had been shaped to look like a twig I mean, it was a I wand, know. right? Yeah. Yeah. What a genius bit of marketing. I mean, this is a bit of a diversion from going to see McFly's studio today, we'll but I'll there. come back to that. Mm-hmm. But you think, right, what a genius George Lucas was for going, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make little four-inch figures of these fellas, and we're going to sell them the world over. And it revolutionized movie merchandise. But the Harry Potter creators went one step further. They're like, we're going to take something that is incredibly common and you can find lying around and we're going to make it out of plastic and write Harry Potter on it and every child is going to want one. And they have sold bajillions worth of plastic twigs with Harry Potter on them. I'll do you one better. I paid an obscene amount of money in Universal Studios for a giant piece of paper that we put in a picture frame. It's the map, the Marauder's map. And I was like, you know what? I want that anyway. Sure, take my money. Whatever. I'm not using it. I'm just going to buy guitar pedals with it. That has at least some artistry to it. You have to kind of like think about that a bit. A stick is a stick, man. It's like, but it's not even a stick. It's a plastic stick. It's the worst, most environmentally destructive stick known to man. There might be unicorn hair core in there. Come on. What? It's a guitar pedal. Oh. Oh, hold on. Anyway, McFly Studios. We'll get back McFly to Studios. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Brian, you are a huge fan of um, the, the sort of pop music of the early noughties in Britain, I'm led to believe. Oh, yeah. Is this true? Yep. Oh, You're uh, something of, wow, people almost call you like the reference point for that sort of music. Is that mm-hmm. not well, true? 
Obviously. I mean, I could shine a light on it, I suppose, if love Uh was on the radio, but Uh this is kind of all about you. Oh, it is all about you. (laughs) Um, So uh, they're taking a bit of a U-turn musically. Mm -hmm. They were known for their catchy pop numbers. It's all about you probably being one of the biggest or the the one about the multiple hair colours. However... Their next album is pure, unadulterated, tribute rock. So it is drawing from the playbook of Angus Young, of uh, Eddie Van Halen, of 80s Whitesnake, and reproducing it in a sound that actually got me pretty excited, Brian. I was like, guitar music isn't dead. These these guys, I mean, they, they must be like... 15 years younger than me. So they're like children to me, but their followers... Old men to me. Their, their followers are definitely of the younger generation, and they are all going to be hearing guitar music. And that makes me happy. That has to be uh, applauded. But they've got the most awesome studio, dude. I'm oh. curious, are they doing guitar solos in the music as well? Yes, they are. Really? Oh, you, you need Bring to listen to... guitar solos, huh? That's awesome. And so... My um, uh, my my contact there was uh, Danny, their guitarist, Danny Jones, who it was actually Jason who uh, Jason Wilding who turned me on to the fact that he was using a Tumnus. He's like, oh look, Danny from McFly has used one, and I wasn't really. And I said this to Danny today. I wasn't really that excited. It's like McFly. That's the sort of stuff my daughter's friends listen to. Um, and he was like, no, he's a really good player. So I listened to him. He is a really good player. Like you, Brian, he's been playing since he was six. He's, he's a naturally hmm. great player. And the solo, you will listen to it and you'll be like, there's a bit of eruption. There's a bit of um, here I go again. You know, everything from our kind of youth has been rolled into these songs. Like, but with their vocals and take and styling and... I'm actually excited that people are doing this because I thought it was dying. I really did think the guitar solo... It surely seemed like it. Yeah, but it might be making a little bit of a comeback, Brian. Interesting. Um, but well, also, I'll have to do some investigative journalism later. You are, you should. I'll, I'll hook you up with a couple of the tracks. Um, but also, I mean, not only does Danny have the most fantastic collection of amps, pedals... Uh, which has gone up by about 15 Wampler pedals today, and uh, guitars. Their bass player, uh, I think is Doogie, is his name. He had a Meteora bass, Blake. Now, I was not a fan of the Fender Meteora, Meteora when it came out, and he had one in the... Um, oh, the Tequila Sunrise Fade, right? Mm-hmm. And honestly... If you'd have said to me, Meteora, Tequila Sunrise, I would have basically looked at you and said, uh, Starcaster in Antique Olive Burst or something like that as a like a repost of, I can only think of one guitar more ugly. This was... <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, you're kind of wrong. That's okay. <laughs> Always. This was a beautiful bass guitar. It, I mean, look, he's obviously a, a young successful man who looks a little bit better than I would do with my middle-aged sins <laughs> strapping one of those guitars around me. But, dude, what a lovely-looking guitar. Um, but it all paled into significance next to Danny's 
custom shop Esquire, which mm. I could literally lift with my little finger. I particularly like the Eddie Van Halen guitar. Oh yeah, he's he's got the the real Eddie Van Halen guitar. Yeah, the I, I full... would like one of those, please. I've been wanting yeah. a Strat. I think I have found it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, though, Bry, that's a good shout. I mean, even if not an EVH, definitely uh, Charvel. Maybe that might uh, be a nice. I mean, I would. So I w- wouldn't mind having one of those at all. But I do need. I'm still on the hunt for a Strat. Fact. I have another Friedman uh, Tele Deluxe type of thing, and another. Think, well, I mean, I have. Oh, you sold one. Right. I sold one. I yeah, I haven't put the other one up for sale. But I've been thinking, like, I wonder if someone would trade. You know, yeah. somebody spoke to me the other day. I don't, can't remember which one of our friends it was. One of the friends of the show said to me, "Dang, it is a shame Brian has sold his Strat." Uh, his his um, Friedman, I would have traded that for a Strat. Oh. So whoever oh. you are, fine listener. Daily, hook, daily hook color short. Yeah, Brian, <laughs> you got to get it. You, that's a deal happening. So good. All right. The problem um, is like with trades though, is like the feeling, like playing the guitar is so much a part of it, right? And so I'm always, I'm always hesitant to buy one online unless I know I can just like Sweetwater, you can be like, nope, this isn't the one, send it back yeah. or whatever. But, um, you know, if it's from Joe Smith in Colorado or whatever, it's a little bit more difficult. I mean, it's just saying, I just said, it's not gelling with me. Can I send this back? <laughs> you know, like, it always like, worries me when selling an axe secondhand. It's like, is this guy going to play it and go, I don't like it, and send it back to me? It's a big risk, isn't it? Covered yeah. in snot and phlegm There's, and hair. And they're like, oh, well, man. And guitars oh, that's are, how you sent it to him, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> guitars are just Pack, kind of, era. they're kind of more personal because there's so much, at least to me, it's like when you pick it up, you kind of know. And then you play it and it confirms what you're feeling. And you don't really have that with buying a guitar online. It's just a little more difficult, I think, unless, you know, I guess you go to a store and you're like, all right, I like this model, so I just need to find this model online. That may help a little bit. But even then, I played the same model from of, of different guitar. Same guitar, same model. What am I trying to say? Same this model, but complex. different guitars. Yeah, complex. Yeah. Should we draw a chart? And uh, sometimes... <laughs> Use Spice to analyze this, Brian. Right, hey, right, right. Let me, let me, if there's only some sort of... No, Apper. you're banned. You are well, banned. No, nope. you are banned. You're not even allowed type, to mention it. Type my questions into and maybe get like Google. answers back. Google. Yeah, Google. Type Google a letter Bart to your secretary. Terrible. Terrible. Dear Martha, please can you answer the following questions for me? <laughs> Why does it burn when I pee? Mm. Why does Richard laugh when I say pants? I've got a guitar on the way, finally. It's okay. been on order for a little while. <clears throat> Which guitar is this? That's my BA Ferguson Flyweight Shirley model that should be shipping out sometime around the end of this week. I might have it by the time we record next week. If so, I'll plug it in and make some racket for you. But uh, hey, hold on, a BA Baracus Shirley. Let me check. BA Baracus. Yes, it's got gold chains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it better have. <laughs> it How, how's he going to get it to you? It, it ain't getting on no plane, fool. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to drive across country in a van. <laughs> They've got to knock it out with some laced milk. Oh yeah. Oh, I like that, Blake. There's a little bit of Parker Fly. 
there's a little bit of offset. There's a little bit of Telecaster, all rolled into one there. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, very, they're very nice. good guitars. Like uh, Nick Greer, Greer Amps turned me on to him at uh, like the 2019 Summer Nam shows. I think is when I first played them, and I was like, these things are legit. I must order one. And because everyone else thought the same thing, they've been on back order for like two and a half years. So hmm. it's taken a long time to get here, but I'm very excited. Oh, someone's trying on Facebook. On the face pages? No, someone is trying to call me, and I've got buzzing in my ear. You cannot, you cannot call me from Facebook Hold Messenger. On. We'll not go through. Hold on. So while we're waiting on Richard to figure out his technical... I'm just writing to my here. secretary. Hold on. Do you, yeah, did, you see the, <laughs> you, did you see the uh, Green Day thing in, in the uh, pub over there? Oh, I Islington? did. Islington. Yeah. Islington is a fine place in London, home of the greatest football team. Well, okay, second greatest football team, it looks like. God damn it. Uh, gosh darn it. Well, you'd have to beat The that. Green Bay Packers. No, the Arsenal, oh. who unfortunately huh? lost last week or two weeks ago and are now definitely, definitely not going to win the Premiership. If they do, I will eat my desk. So I'm very disappointed. But yes. Brian, what an awesome thing to happen. Yeah, so to those who don't know, basically there is this fantastic band actually playing in a, in a little bar over there. They start playing a, a Green Day song. What's the name of that band? I couldn't figure that out. Do we have that? Have it, I don't have it. Yes, I saw that in the... Um, um, hold on. I'm just going to... I'm going to type that in. They're a pretty good band. I checked them out on Instagram. Really good band, actually. Mechanical typewriter and send it to uh, the telex room. Uh, <laughs> What is it? Anyways, so, mechanical so Billy, uh, Billy Joe, Billy Joel was in the audience. Billy Joel? Yeah, Billy Joel. What Billy is he Joel. doing there? What's the yeah. piano man doing there? He was, he was like, he was just looking for an uptown girl. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that one? Uh, no, Billy. So Billy Joe Armstrong was mm-hmm. in, was in the So crowd. the band were called Borderline Toxic. That's it, borderline toxic. And they were playing at Slim Jim's Liquor Store, which is a very (laughs) traditional English public house name. I just wanted to let you know that. That sounds more American than anything. (laughs) Yes, I was being sarcastic. Uh, All right. uh, Slim Jim's Liquor Store. Billy Joe Armstrong jumped up on stage and started singing with them when they started playing a cover. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, how awesome would that be? You're playing a, a Green Day song and, you know, like, the guy from Green Day comes up on stage and sings it for you. That'd be so cool. That'd be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. What could top that, though? I mean, that, the only thing that could top that is you now have a number one single or album. Because at that point, I'd be like, I- I'm giving up on music. I've just literally played with my hero, and we sounded awesome. I- I'm done. Put a fork Green in Day, me, I'm done. Green Day as a band seem to, and Billy Joe in particular, seem to make a habit of doing things like that. Not that exact thing, but he's always bringing people up on stage to play guitar with them at shows yeah. and stuff. Or at least, I don't know about always, but enough times that it's been a, a somewhat of a pattern. He just seems like a good dude wants to give people that uh, that awesome experience. Kind of like yeah. our our idol Dave Grohl. You know? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never met him, but he seems like a really good dude. Mm-hmm. I I'm am not, a fan. Lena went to see the musical, Green Day the Musical. Yeah? How was that? She loved it when she was 14. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how she'd like it now. She'd probably still love it. I didn't go. Uh, I love Green Day. 
They write some catchy tunes. You can't deny that. They were very formative for me growing up. I remember, I think everybody my age remembers the first time they heard Dookie. And they're just like, whoa, what is this? Like, that was, a, that was a, an epic shift for a lot of us. We'll be right back. Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. Very true. Soundtrack of my early 20s, I suppose. Soundtrack of my, you know, pre-tens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's horrible knowing younger people. Brian, don't worry about it. You'll get used to it. Uh, my yeah, daughter was into, like, Panic at the Disco and bands like that, and I was like, Who? And then I was like, I really feel old. And Blake probably knows who who they are anyway. Well, uh, I'm 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 on that precipice, and we've talked about that before. Like a lot yes. of my favorite bands are releasing like twenty year tribute things. I'm like twenty years. What do you mean? What are you talking about? See Fallout Boy once. Oh, it was very dull. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't actually. It was really good. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think they put on a pretty good show. Actually, they're uh, not my all favorite the band she's in band ever. Me too. I begrudgingly think a brilliant even Miley Cyrus puts on a show when she's not man did you hear her sing a Zeppelin song yeah my god that girl can sing she's got like an insane voice she's uh, such a good singer oh man yep no just uh, you know just uh, do more of that stuff Miley (laughs) she's done stuff with Metallica she's done all kinds of stuff she's great I mean that's the stuff I want to hear her sing do that Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> again, going back to the McFly thing, Brian. I I see a real undercurrent of a rock revival in a lot of music. I think people are getting a little bit bored of the same old R and B sound, yeah. same old hip hop sounds, and same old pop sounds, whatever. And, and rock is making a comeback. But I did kind of completely screw up with my betting on the Eurovision Song Contest, which was a week ago, as this is recorded. Um, there were two songs that we bet on. One was Italy because Anna is half Italian and therefore we must always bet on Italy. (laughs) The other was Germany who did a song with death metal vocals and it was 250 to one to win the competition. So of course I'm putting 10 pounds on that just in case the world has gone death metal crazy. I haven't. Sweden won. So I lost out. But I did see two things. I saw a music man, Kaizen, in the yeah. wire, for the first mm-hmm. that's a chunky guitar. The oh, body on that, that guitar. is like the Millennium Falcon if it had all of its bits shaved off it. It's chunky. That's that's a nice guitar. And then I saw Bry, a Telecaster whose body was made entirely out of an LED array, and so it was flashing lighting effects at different uh, tempos. Hmm. That's something you need to work on. You need to make an LED telecaster 
Mm. I suppose With integrated that's one fuzz. Way. Yeah. <laughs> integrated fuzz. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a, just a, a jack in the back you just plug an extension cord into, you know, to power it all. <laughs> no batteries. No batteries on this one, just an extension cord. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Maybe come out with some specific guitar cables that are combined with an electric cord, you know? There's no way that could be that. Yeah. Because as you guys know, I'm something of a cable expert. In fact... Yes, we realize that. Yes. I am considering a little side business. If you give me your broken cables... I will break them until they can be broke no more. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can just go ahead and feel confident that buying a new one is the best course of right. action. So, well, so the trick, if you, so here's the trick to that, Richard. I was thinking about this. If you have to use a welding helmet to solder your cables, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> what if you put so much solder on? You can't screw the barrel back on. The- <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to mound and solder. I mean. I know a guy that may have done that. No, um, I, so look, this was a custom shop cable. Tweed. I think we mentioned it on Patreon last yeah. week. We, we mentioned it on Patreon mm-hmm. that I'd broken, I found out what was wrong with it, and I said, should I fix it properly or should I run some kind of hack, quick fix, and bridge the gap? That was probably the right approach because I tried to fix it properly, which meant stripping it down, Stripping that tweed stuff down is annoying. I'm just going to let you know that for nothing. Resoldering it on, finding my solder, realizing that I wasn't able to melt solder as quickly as I wanted, <laughs> not burning myself, putting on so much solder that I started to get high from the fumes. And then I put the cable together, and it took a while, and, and there was me. I even took a photo to send you, Bri. I was using my clever little magnetic arms thing that you'd told me to buy. Mm-hmm. The helping holding. Hands. Holding the helping hands were holding the cable in place. Not very well, but that's another story. And I soldered it together. I thought, brilliant. Then I put the little twisty jacket back up. I thought, oh, this is a bit stiff. And I started to pull it, and it didn't quite go on. So I unscrewed it. Have I cross-threaded it and put it back on? And it didn't seem to go on. And I thought, oh, let me just try pulling the shielding up a little bit. I gave it a gentle yank. I gave it another gentle yank, and the whole thing fell apart in my hands. Oh, God. You, you, wait, you did what now? You did what? Spray him. <laughs> a gentle yank. <laughs> That's not some kind of code for a rub and tug, Bri. That is a oh, get him again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you know, you do, a, you do a, a podcast with a few gentle yanks. Uh, well, uh, one gentle yank, one mental yank. <laughs> wait, wait, who's which, it's, which it's one's? All, which it's one, all right, huh? Blake. You can get you can get help with that. It's okay. I don't know that I can. <laughs> I think I'm broken beyond repair. I'm like Richard's cable. You just wad me up, throw me in the trash, and get a new Blake. Well, I mean, I had two courses of action at this point. One was, of course, restrip the cable, resolder it. Jobs are good. And the other was shout pick the whole thing up and stuff it in the bin immediately. Can you guess which one I went for? Yes. B. Correct. I no <laughs> longer have that cable. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Blast. So some yes. good news happened to me this week. I um, I answered an ad for a guitar player in Craigslist. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. And this is in one of your favorite places, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So um, just so you know, like I'll read the ad to you because I, I couldn't turn this down. 
<clears throat> says, our original band needs a guitar player who is a team player and does everything we say. Mm-hmm. Ideal candidate complies with the following. You'll arrive at the scheduled rehearsal, t- rehearsal time all the time. You'll play the guitar and amp and effects that we choose. You'll strum chords how we I'm say. I'm out. I'm just going to say now, I'm out. <laughs> you'll, you'll <laughs> how play, we say. You're right. You'll play both rhythm and leads, but no solos. I couldn't figure that one out. That kind of like solo is the lead, but whatever. Um, no effects or pedal boards. Oh, I'm gone. Sign a contract with our management agreeing to the specified terms and conditions. No drama and no egos. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. You should you should uh, make some some notes here, uh, because in <laughs> this fun? listing, just because you know people are listening, they can't necessarily read along. If they want to read along, they can go over to my Instagram at the Tone Mob and check this out. Uh, but we need to specify a few things here. Sure, nice bit of grifting the, for hits there, Blake. I like it. I like it. Uh, that's right. Yeah, uh, play the guitar, amp, and effects. We choose strum chords. How we say play both rhythm and leads. No solos. No effects or pedal boards. Sign contract with our management agreement, specified terms and conditions. No drama. No <laughs> egos. Those would be all caps. I like the uh, the summary at the end, too. Mm-hmm. The candidates will go through a rigorous three-rehearsal audition elimination process. Uh, due, based on pre-existing high demand. Yeah. Do not bring anything to audition. <laughs> Guitar will, and amp will be provided for you. No, no exceptions. exceptions. We do. We don't have time for back. We don't have time for back sass. Young whippers. Back sass spelled S A S. No, I'm guessing that if you were to get a place in this band, you would be wearing a pale blue suit with a frilly shirt and a bow tie, and playing at the squarest venue in Square Town. I can't think of anything <laughs> less enticing than an, an audition. You must come naked. You you cannot bring any of your tricks. You cannot use any of your techniques. And also, if we say strum, you strum. You strum. What? So a, a Instagram follower of mine, I don't know if he wants his name broadcast out there, so I won't say it. Brian but, uh, Wampler. Brian Wampler. It's <laughs> Richard Olivier? Um, something like we, that. Yeah. He he emailed them, and he got this response. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I, gotta, I gotta hear this. No videos, no audition. We consider that insubordination and a violation of our core values. Strike one, three strikes, and you're out. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah. He asked for a video. Asked for a video, apparently. And <laughs> they gave him a strike. They gave is, him... is this the marching band... Of the U.S. Marines, <laughs> this this seems an incredibly disciplined. <laughs> I don't think this is real. 
I, no first, fun at, allowed. At first, I thought <clears throat> maybe it was just like maybe it was real, but I'm starting to think this is somebody having a having a fun having a fun little time on the internet. Maybe I, I know several people that do that. So especially with Craigslist, so someone someone we know, please, if you are anywhere <laughs> near insert American place name here, Fort Lauderdale, must, Florida. Oh yeah, that's I know where that is. Well, I know where Florida is, and I've heard of Fort Lauderdale. Is it a fort? Is there a castle there? <laughs> it probably was. I've heard it's a place where you go to um, lose teeth and wrestle alligators. Hmm. Not necessarily in that order. Isn't that Martinsville, Indiana? Oh no, <laughs> no gators. Alligators. We don't have gators. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Coyote is up in Martinsville. It's a different thing. That's also not a coyote. It's a somebody guy. from Florida, um, particularly that area. Please, please go find out what's going on here, because this is either the greatest gag ever or a band with a seriously funny sense of humor. Because this cannot be real. There is no way. But if it is real, I just imagine it to be like three really uptight dudes. <laughs> <laughs> playing really bad cover music. Exactly. Wow. I mean, R- I'm RJ, uh, RJ Ronquillo, he he commented on it and he was just like, sign me up. And I said, I imagine, because he used to do a lot of touring oh, yeah. and session work, yeah. I wonder, I wondered if he had actually experienced anything like this. And he said, no, but I would love to just because it would be fascinating. Right. <laughs> yeah, in the interest of science, listeners, please sign up to this. <laughs> And that goes your Fort Lauderdale news. <laughs> I'm not sure I can follow that up. Did you guys, I mean, I know you did, Bri, because you laughed at it. Blake, did you see that um, cat pedal that the person who makes the most annoying memes, who I shall not name, put up? Felicity. Oh, why would you name her? Oh, sorry. Well, because we do on every episode. Um, that was pretty funny, though. That it was funny. It was slightly yeah. disturbing, though. I, I literally opened my browser. Yeah, yeah, I opened my browser. And it literally was the first thing I saw, and there was a comment about rude things with Brian. And I'm, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go there. There's nothing but, yeah. better than a visual meme described on an audio podcast that's too disturbing to actually describe with words. There's nothing better. Oh, I don't that. know, Brian. Brian doing commentary over a gear demo. That's probably better than that. Maybe mm. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that, though. You know? Exactly. Um, awkward silence as Brian tries to figure out who's insulted who. <laughs> no, uh, sorry. I was uh, I was in the middle of resizing my windows there because uh, that's what oh, they spray all yourself. say, Brian. Yeah, yeah, spray, spray yourself, yourself now. <laughs> what? That no. You'll be bad? telling me you're too rectangular next. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Hold on. Oh, oh wait, oh, wait. Oh, that's uh, not Richard. The spray no, bottle. Richard, put it down. Oh. Uh, well, it's, and there goes Richard. Man, that's amazing how relaxed time, he gets after that. About this time of day that I like to indulge in a pineapple fritter. Maybe two. <sighs> what? Do you even know what one is? A pineapple <sighs> fritter. I hadn't yeah. had one for about 10 years. And the other day, my daughter said... I'm going to the fish and chip shop. Do you want anything? Now, I'd already had a light meal that evening, so I didn't ask for a full meal. I said, can I have a battered sausage and a pineapple fritter? Uh, I think you can guess what a battered sausage is, um, but a pineapple fritter is a ring of tinned pineapple 
mm-hmm. that has been coated in batter and deep fried. Gross. Can you think of anything better, Bry? I'm trying to figure out what that has to do with guitar stuff. Did you like play guitar with it? <laughs> so Nothing think it has to do with the sound like clip pick? that you played just a second ago. Is what I think it has to do. Oh, with. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I just. Who's been hitting from... the bong, me or you, Bry? <laughs> <laughs> how do we get? I have got guitar stuff to talk about. I've got lots of guitar stuff. As long to talk as we about. can stop but, talking about pineapples, anything really. I would not. So I guess to answer your question, I would not want to fry a pineapple. That is not my my thing. Have you ever had a sweet fried fritter? Banana fritter, surely. No, no, it's not a thing over here. Isn't that a blueberry fritter? But that's like a a donut. When you come to uh, Great British Isles of England, Bri, I will get you a deep fried Mars bar. Well, we have that kind of stuff here, but it's usually at the the state fairs. Mm Mm-hmm. The Indiana State Fair, coming on down, clog your arteries, everyone, ride the tilt-a-whirl and clog your veins. Who doesn't want deep fried Reese's cups? I'm in. I did have deep-fried Oreos in um, Asbury Park in New Jersey, and they were delicious. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no joysy. They were delicious, absolutely. What what were you asking me a second ago? I have no idea. Something about guitar stuff. Was it about the Sedano? No, I was about to talk about the Soldano and the, the Dream, but let's talk about the Soldano, because last week, Soldano released a number of new products, Bri, and... Despite the fact that we'd spoken about them a week before, you appear to have completely forgotten about them and were a little bit pleasantly surprised when I mentioned that you could now buy a Soldano SLO30 combo. It with must a one, have been wiped one, from, two. yeah, must have been right, wiped from RAM. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how that happened. Maybe it was during the great chat GPT purge. Oh, wait, I said <laughs> the words. Oh, don't I say the, word. the words. Oh. Hey, speaking of chat GPT, hang on. No, no, no you no. activated him. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, yeah, so what do you think of an SLO 30 in a combo then, chaps? I'm more of a head and cab guy, to be honest. I don't. I have some combos and I like them, but if I'm buying an amp like, and I can spec it out, I'm, I'm a head and cab guy. I just... I like the the ability to swap heads around onto different cabs just for experimenting. And I know that combos are like the the whole idea is like grab and go, easy to transport, but they're so much heavier. I'd rather carry a head in one hand and a cab in the other if I had my druthers. That's just me though. Good point. Well made. Vaguely mm-hmm. sensible. And in the blue corner we have Brian Wampler of Wampler Effects. I like both. Um I don't I think if I had if I had to just pick one, I probably would do the head cab thing because half the time I'm swapping a head out with a different cabinet anyway. So, and I think it but, looks kind of cooler too, a little bit. I, I mean, it's just uh, I don't know. Like I got like so I use the Bravado amps quite a bit, obviously for obvious reasons, and uh, I have a combo and a head that I use both. You know, usually in stereo, mm-hmm. and of course. Um, they sound a little bit different just because the cabinets are a little bit different. And I like them both. I really don't have a preference other than like it's easier to carry a cabin head around. You know? Hmm. There appears to be somebody knocking at my door. How that, very dare they? That has nothing to do with Sedano. That has nothing to Who do with Sedano. Who is that knocking at your door? I am observing via the... You should say, go away, don't want you here no more. Camera Hold on, system. Is, that, is that Mike Soldano? It's it's a delivery. Uh, is that Mike? Is he saying, 
Hey, yeah. I made a combo because everyone asked me to. Now stop saying that head and calves are better. Is that what he's well, saying? See, I am slightly on the other side of the fence from you there, Bry. Uh, I do, I do like a head and cab. Do not get me wrong. Who's not? Oh, too easy to make a joke there. But who isn't a fan of a separate head and cab that you can kind of swap the cab and tune it? And it, you're right, Blake. It does just look a little bit cooler. Takes a bit more dusting. But yes. if you find the right combo, it can be an absolute revelation in terms of simplicity. The Rivera Chubster 55 combo that I have, which admittedly had the speaker swapped out, so arguably the cab's been tuned, is one of the greatest amps I've ever played because you can put it anywhere and it just sounds marvellous. It's, it's perfectly matched. So there are times when I do like a grab-and-go combo. So I think for me, I may have to get this Soldano just because I love the SLO30, and now I've got a chance to get a backup. Um, but you mean first, stereo pair? That's what you mean. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, would either of you like to buy one of my kidneys? <laughs> Not I'm yours. Need some Those money. things are too used and abused. <laughs> no way. I need some fresh ones. Uh, yeah, these are these are just north of, of 3,000 US um, shekels. I think that's your currency these days. Shekels, you said? Shekels. That's what you're using, isn't it? Uh, uh, Digi shekels. Digi shekels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is that a kind of cryptocurrency? It is now. Hmm, If only there was a way of me talking about cryptocurrency without invoking some form of AI. But there isn't. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of AI. No, you will not speak of AI. Hold on, hold on. I'm not totally. But I'm going to talk about something sort of AI-based. Quad Cortex had a little issue last oh, week. Oh, good Lord. A little yeah. issue, yeah. A little yeah. issue. Yeah, Slightly I was being issue. rather polite there. Uh, a pretty pretty significant issue. Um, yeah, a little bit of an oversight. Well, I mean, it could happen to anybody. Let's not <laughs> let's not pretend that it couldn't, but it's particularly bad for them. And maybe, uh, maybe Richard, being the computer scientist of the group, uh, you can explain what happened here. Uh... I could if I knew. I wasn't entirely sure what happened, but it seems to me that if everybody signing up a support query, I think, or a contact form, their information got rerouted to somebody else and they just took, like, thousands of email addresses? Was that the basic nub of it? No, no, no. No, It's worse than that. Is it? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Look, there's a link here. Um, Oh, the names and passwords of the, that's it, of the Wi-Fi network it connects to. Because Quad Cortex connects to Wi-Fi to do a lot of the stuff. What have I always told you, boys? You told me that I should hardwire, and I still haven't. But you tell me, and you told me to stop peeing into the wind. That's why I got wet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you told me that, like, no matter how hard I squeezed the AA batteries between my fingers, that little meter on there was never going to be accurate in telling me how much life was left on the battery. But it was wow, so that's an old that, person joke. It was such a cool feature, though. No, that, that's still modern tech to me. Uh, well, it did work. <laughs> battery on, battery off. But um, I have no idea who coded right. whatever site this was. <laughs> I mean, especially, unfortunately, this data was not encrypted. What? So, I mean, me, so you got my Wi-Fi information exactly, like, totally, and you didn't encrypt it. I don't understand how that, it can do that, though, because Wi-Fi <laughs> passwords have to be encrypted anyway. Right, that's so, what I was confused about, too. That was my understanding as well. It almost sounds as if 
they've decrypted your Wi-Fi password and then just shared them with anybody who <laughs> cared to be passing by, which seems <laughs> to be a rather nasty uh, data breach. Uh, but I mean, also, that's... unless your neighbours like got your password, what can people actually do with your Wi-Fi password without being in range of your Wi-Fi network? I wouldn't think too much. That's that's the thing. I think this sounds a little worse than it is, unless this hacker decides to, you know, pack up from whatever country they're in and drive specifically to your house and getting <laughs> to your Wi-Fi. You're probably going to be okay, but go ahead and change your password anyway. Mr. Wampler, uh, do you have the internet router called Brian's Internet? All right, just double-checking before I get started. This, Brian's Internet Password one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably not. I mean, of course, everything's sensationalized a little bit, right? So, I mean, it's not great, but how much but damage is it? The, the real, I, I forwarded no, this it, to a few friends that I knew had it. I said, my main point is this is like when there's data, these data breaches happen all the time. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, there's it no way with, really around it in this. It happened with, let, uh, not Let's Encrypt. Um, who do we use for password management? We, we've got a, a special password management site, which is supposed to be the securest way of holding your password. LastPass, mm-hmm. and LastPass got hacked. It's That's like, really? It's like, <laughs> you know, great. So, my point is, when, you, when you're using a service that you hear gets hacked, such as Neural, then make sure that you go change your passwords across the board. Change your Wi-Fi password, change your login passwords, change all that stuff because it's now been compromised in some way, shape, or form. So if you use a service that you hear gets hacked, go ahead and save yourself some potential headache and change all of your passwords. It's a pain, but it's not as much of a pain as if somebody grabs a hold of your Facebook account and then now has access to every social page that's connected to that Facebook account, which I heard about that happening to somebody recently. Oh, no. Yeah. So, like, people like Richard and I need to make sure and change those on the regular. Because if your personal gets hacked, that's the only one they need. And then all of a sudden they have access to every page you control. Well, so, I don't think anyone's going to guess my password, so we'll be fine. Like, it's, it's, I love Richard. I actually know what a couple Bri- of Brian's passwords are. Brian's password. <laughs> they are surprisingly yeah. mm-hmm. um, easy to, to guess, but also hard at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, goat 14. <laughs> oh, no, I just gave one out. You didn't say uh, the username, no, though. No, you I didn't change the username. 15. And I didn't yeah, tell you that. Yeah, B-dubs, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've told you the simplest password system yeah. before, haven't I? Use the same password for everything, but then add a different word to the end of the password that's relevant to that website, thus creating a new unique password for every website. Yeah, so that'll never be hacked. easy to remember. Yeah, it's easy. No, it's easy to remember, but it also gets you to the right number. I mean, once you're past 12, then I think it's just, it's 12 different digits are quite difficult to hack. Take a bit of time. Not difficult, but time. See, I just... Um, 21, I, impossible. I think the best way is just to put like, this is my password for Google. Like, that's your password, right? The best that's way the is to just be... Way. Poor Bry, have no money in your bank account, then they can't take anything from you. I've discovered this the greatest protection <laughs> from fraud ever. It's like literally, yeah. Oh look, someone's taken no money from my account because there's nothing <laughs> in it to take. Cash is king. I, I will admit, I had a old email account years ago. I don't even remember what which service it was, but I got a message that it got hacked, and I was like, eh. 
<laughs> I, I was like, eh, I haven't uh, used that in like 15, 20 years. So not a lot of valuable info in that one, but good luck with it. So Blake at AOL.com, no longer yours, huh? Uh, it was like Greenlink or some random, I don't even remember, like local ISP. The Wyland Data at geocities.com. <laughs> oh, you know what? I forgot. That was actually... That was the IRS, and they said somebody was using my social security number. That's actually a different thing, isn't it? Hmm. Maybe. Uh, you don't need a social security number. Yeah, okay. You're fine. All right. Well, I'll send it to you then. You can use it. <laughs> so uh, if so- you are one of the 430 users that are affected by this, I suggest immediately dismantling your uh, personal network, bleaching all of your machines and routers, removing all Wi-Fi connectivity and employing a small army of trained chimps to do your bidding. Much Worth better. noting, Richard, it does say over 3,300 quad cartex users. So. Oh, I thought it said 430. Right here. Says, oh, I see. Uh, Data breach is said to affect approximately 3,300 names and email addresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it said oh, we... Yes. But then down two paragraphs below, it says we identified approximately 430 users affected by this. Well, it is, a, it, it is in... Inconclusive. Mm, we will move on. However, change your passwords. That's the answer. Yeah, change your passwords, chumps, mm-hmm. or just buy pedals. Because you know what, Bry, my my Plexi Drive Mini has never recorded my Wi-Fi. Uh, well, I was just going to say, you know, if you buy a Wampler pedal, it is impossible to hack it via the internet. <laughs> no, but you can hack it with your guitar playing. Oh, <laughs> and you could hack it by modifying it. But you can't get my password out of it. That's Brian except, can be made. Except for the, the metaverse, they printed it on the circuit board. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should put some more messages on our circuit boards. We we really need to do that. It would um, say something like, do not turn this trim pot. Stop. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> don't turn this. No, don't do it. Don't. I know no, you're thinking haven't. about it. Don't do it. This is not for you to turn. <laughs> What do you think about uh, EHX releasing their HM2 pedal, the Hellmelter? The Hellmelter? That sounds rude. <laughs> if ever I heard of something. Melter. <laughs> I thought it looked pretty cool, but the, I, I like that it has a gate in it and all that jazz. But you know, I've I, I got I got HM2. I was just saying, I know you like the HM2. And what is your what's your thoughts on the EHX version? Because I haven't played some it. more EQ stuff too. Yeah, well, a little bit, and then, like I said, I like the gate being built in. That's that's helpful. Um, I appreciate but, the um, aesthetics. They appear to have employed a thirteen-year-old Dungeons and Dragons enthusiast to come up with the name and graphics, which you know hmm. appeals to me. Of course. What, what should we call our next pedal? <laughs> yeah, nothing against that. To be fair. Yeah, and then the dry the the dry blend. I mean, I I don't know if it's like a. A full wet dry, but I'm assuming it probably is. That could be really helpful for lower tunings and bass. So I'm I'm very curious about it. I really want to try it. Um, but at the same time, like HM2 clones don't get me super excited, really? just because there's there's I don't know. I'm I'm I've never been dissatisfied with my my original version. So, but don't they kind of pricey though? Eh, they're not too bad. I mean the MIJ ones. I think oh, actually, did they even do an MIJ HM2? I can't remember. My my boss history is a little foggy, um, but I don't know. I think I got mine for like 120 bucks. That's not bad. I thought yeah. they had a lot more than that for some reason. Maybe they are. Maybe somebody gave me a deal. But 
I do want to try this. This has some interesting features that could be... I mean, it definitely is intriguing to NHM2 enthusiasts. Plus, it's got the boost built into it. So there's, it's got a lot of extra stuff. It's not just an HM2. Right. Um, but that said, uh, that's its core. So it's probably pretty gnarly. Yeah. And 176 bucks, that's a lot of pedal for the money, which EHX tend to to cram cram quite a bit in for the dollar usually. Yeah, very true. Hey, speaking of cramming things in, you got to go to Patreon? <laughs> yeah, you caught me. All right. All right. All right. So <clears throat> Definitely isn't my turn this week. <laughs> that's right. And Blake's already done his uh, wrestling version, too, of our executive producers. I could do a different version. I could do, do, I could do my British accent since... Uh, oh, that's since true. You've been working on your British accent. So <clears throat> let's, uh, let's give huge thanks to our executive producers, courtesy of Blake the Brit. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> If Richard's American last week, I'll be British this week. Here we go. My <clears throat> now I should say, Richard. This is I'm just gonna preface this. My my regional dialects dialects uh, shift around unintentionally. <laughs> okay. Um, so I understand you that should, that happens. You go and, and see will... your general practitioner or another medical professional about that. I will. Sh- okay. Shifting <clears throat> dialects can uh, normally be f- loosened. I'd like to give a shout out to. Bill Bays, Jake Young from Man the Helm Podcast, Justin Burke, David Tyndall, Nighthorse, Dave Trombetti, Shannon Weaver and the band Reduced to Rust, Eric Wilson, Vidar Frostad, Michael Freer, Sean Arbo of Gun Street Wiring, Rick Calhoun of Honey Picks, <laughs> Cattle Seth, DJ Paddy F, Dylan Talks Tone, Stran, Kevin Harrington, Barry from Grez Guitars, Felicity Who Makes the Annoying Memes, Tom Kelly, Pigsy, Jeff O'Neill, Robert Carr, Hunter Hudson, Rob Stokes, Jordan from Poison Noises, Nick Spano, The Twang Kings, Shasha Sure, Jay Stratton, Seth Williford, Grumpy Mike, Harry Post, <laughs> Mike Peace, and Harvey Petals. And how dare you keep trying to space these out? You buffoon! You other buffoon! I'll find you! I'll find you! I'll find you! You rapscallion, you! <laughs> Sorry, that was mostly- Richard was moving it on me the whole time, really trying to mess with me. I wasn't going to break character. I though. just realized I don't think we have a producer called Cattle Seth. No, we, no was, we don't, but I know, I know he note. knows who he is. He knows who he well, is. Well, we mention him later. That was a note from last week to talk about that. that I think <laughs> I typed in and was like, where did the text go? I just found it. That would be Seth Williford. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Chasing Dome podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at wamplerpedals.com, and I'll personally get your email. To email Blake, simply email info at tonemob.com, and Richard can be reached at richard at wamplerpedals.com. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is to share this podcast with a friend, leave a review and a rating wherever you normally get your podcasts, also check out Blake's podcast called The Tone Mob, and make sure you check out WamplerPedals.com for blogs, videos, and of course, guitar effects. If you'd like to hear the post-podcast conversations and to get even more content, twice the amount of podcast episodes, simply check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash chasingtonepodcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.